God for slimming down. I just want to say, when that video, when that intro comes on, I'm like, ooh, both of our faces look like stuffed chickens. So anyway, my face, my face ain't changed. I'm, I'm, I'm fluffy. I'm always gonna be fluffy. I'm, no, no, I'm no, 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 no. One of the, no, one of those episodes, it was an extra fluff, fluff. It was a. <laughs> It was, a, it was something extra happening. Yo. Um, you know what? I did. I think from the time that we started to like now, that's when everything was going on. And I dropped, what, 90, 92 pounds in like yeah. 10 months. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm down, I don't know, about 115, 120. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whole faces. Um, Just real talk. Still going. Still, still on that regimen. But. <laughs> you said two whole bodies. <laughs> what it do, people? <laughs> we want to welcome you to Culture Gumbo Podcast. It is is nothing but you know it's the end of the year, so it's an exciting time. Um, we we stepped it up and consistently been consistent um, in bringing this to you, and now we're starting to go live on YouTube and Facebook and all these other platforms. We'll be able to um, multi stream so that we can um make sure that we're reaching everybody uh, yeah. but to kick this show off you again if you don't know if you're the first time watching i am co-host shakira and i have next to me somebody that then changed their name saying something different which i don't <laughs> even know what it, i don't know what he want to be today but um yeah he he's he's on my left or right whichever way you look <laughs> uh my name is wildress Sometimes I'm on problematic poo. Okay. Sometimes I'm William. It just sometimes it he's on pancake teddy bear. <laughs> see, you gonna see nah. See, then you're gonna get me in some in some stuff. And somebody like you, you made me no pancakes. I don't listen, I don't do none of that, none of that. I oh get my, my pancakes God. from, from Kiki's or IHOP. So but welcome to Coach of Gumbo, yo. Welcome you know what I'm saying? Gumbo. It's, it's, it's where we come to just talk and banter. Everybody got a podcast, so why not us? You know what I mean? We I'm not about to be out here giving you uh relationship advice telling you that men eat steak. Um I, this is not what we're here for. That men eat just, steak. <laughs> that men you ain't never seen the, the joint where it's like uh men be making podcasts and they be like, men eat steak, women eat salad. Like no, <laughs> that's that's not what I'm here for. Um, but we're definitely here just to kind of give you our, uh, our our thoughts on um, our culture news, um, the things that are going on, and some of the stuff that you're probably thinking in your head, and you're like, damn, ain't nobody said that yet. So uh, let's just go ahead and get into it, Shakira. Uh, what right. we got coming up first? So, um, well, I'd like to always start off since we it is December um, and we are about to roll right into another new year. Um, two things I want to ask. First, Will, what was your biggest lesson of 2022? Uh, that as much as I want to save the world, I got to make sure that I'm good first. Um, I have a major tendency to kind of just throw myself to the wolves to make sure everybody else is good, sacrificing like everything from my peace to my happiness. And this year I got to a point where I was just like, I can't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm -hmm, yo, mm -hmm. uh, you know how people like fuck them kids? I just like fuck them people. And I know people <laughs> like, 
why he cussing us not necessarily because this that's what I do. Um, but it's 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 really one of those things where as you get older, you kind of realize like, yo, you're pouring into people so much, and then you forget to pour into yourself, and then you find yourself giving people advice all the time and helping them figure out their goals in their life, and then you come back to yours, and you like. Why, how did I give that to them and I didn't give that to myself? So I've been making myself a priority. Um, I think a lot of people feel that way months. this year. I don't know, just based on what we've seen on social media and the post of pe- what people are, are doing. I think a lot of people feel that way, like the pour into yeah. yourself part. Yeah. So, I mean, I've kind of been taking the time and it's hard for me, yo, because I'm one of those people where I'll give you like the last dollar in my pocket, but when it comes to me spending on myself, I'm super cheap. You know what I mean? So um, that's one of the things I'm learning. Um, And also that um, (laughs) I think it's time for me to chill. Like uh, it's been time for a while. What does that mean? Well, it's it's been time for a while. Uh So I I had this thing where when I was younger, I was just like, listen, because yeah, unfortunately, I come from a long line of cheaters. Uh, I love everybody. That included. is unfortunate. Um, and it's just one of those things where then I was seeing friends in relationships, and those relationships was going bad. And I was just like, man, let me make sure everything's all out of my system. And it's been out of my system for a while. But then, like, you get to like 34, 35, and everybody starts to have these unrealistic expectations of right. love. Right. And so what I recently learned is is and I was talking to a friend about this recently also where we falter is is that we're the generation of the the five love the five love languages or whatever it is, right? So mm-hmm. we meet people, we tell these people our love language and then we want them to love us by our love language. Not realizing that you need the other love languages also to be included in order for a successful relationship. Right. So we so we get involved with these people. They give us a love language that that, that we ask for. Sometimes over uh, overcompensating. Sometimes we don't even know what their love language is either. So yeah, when you have to realize that it's like a balanced breakfast. Remember them commercials they talk about balanced breakfast. It's like a balanced breakfast. Like people need everything. You can't just give somebody one thing and be like, oh, that's it. You know, they may like and enjoy something. But you have to give them that balance. And I be learning because I got a bunch of female homies and y'all be all telling me all these war stories and stuff. And I be like, yo, I'm not <laughs> trying to be that person in shorty phone where she be like, oh, that's that's uh unemotional motherfucker. Like, I don't want to be that person. So, like, for me, it's like going to therapy. I'm an advocate for therapy. One of the things in therapy I wanted to discover and talk about was uh, any kind of commitment issues. Uh, past relationships and where they went wrong, um, pulling the veil back on myself and making sure that I cleared my toxic traits too. Because mm-hmm. I want to get married, I want to share a Costco card with somebody. You know what I'm saying? The color plus. Yeah, yo, you you see the old people in Costco, old happy couples in Costco, and they be walking around and they be tasting the samples and they be talking about <laughs> all this. And you want a sample partner? Like, yeah, I want a sample partner. She was like. Jerry, you can't get that because you got high blood pressure. He be like, damn it, Meredith, I don't want to do that. But deep down, he happy because Meredith taking care of his heart. So like, that's 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 what I wanted to be. But um, I think we all be wanting love, and we be all be wanting all these things, but we don't do the work to prepare ourselves for it. So 
That's been 2022 for me in a nutshell. The preparation. So preparation. Yeah. So what I'm getting from you, you said your biggest lesson has not only been pre- preparing, right? Preparing yeah. and then also figuring out what you need, right? To pour into yeah, yourself. I just, I just overall felt like even at 38, like we know so much and we go through so much that we feel like once we get to a certain age, we're not supposed to learn anymore. And I wanted to unlearn a lot of stuff that I was seeing and a lot of stuff that I was feeling and then stuff that I was seeing in friends and family. And so it was just like, you see that kind of stuff. And it's like, you are the, some of the people that you're around. And it's not to say that people I'm around are bad, but it's just one of those things where I'm I'm an observant person. And if I see it in myself, you start to see it in other people. And I just want to be better overall. Right. Absolutely. I will say my biggest lesson uh, in 2022 for me was, yeah, taking care of myself, mm-hmm. uh, taking care of myself health-wise, uh, spiritually, um, realizing where I, I was lacking in the spiritual aspect of my life and maybe why things weren't going the way that they should have went. Um, and me neglecting me um, was a big eye-opener, like neglect, me neglecting me, self-neglect. Um and, and learning to love myself and be happy with myself and be be enough for myself before I could be enough for anybody else. Um, and and, and uh, in that process, sometimes you got to say no to some things, um, turn down some things, say no to some people, um, because if you don't, then you'll just kind of, you can get ran over, you can get caught up in that to the point where you're like, what am I doing? What's my purpose again? Why am I here? Yeah. You know, um, I've had a lot of hill moments this year, you know, depression, anxiety, uh, lack, uh, just just a lot, just all all those, all those feeling words. Um, but I think the really biggest one was uh to take with me to this next year is um no longer self-neglecting. Um mm-hmm. And not only that, but being there for the people that I need to be there for um, and making sure that there's balance in me being there for them, but me being there for me, too. And I got to say, I'm proud of you, though, because you you went on like an eat, pray, love type tour this year. (laughs) (laughs) You were traveling. traveling, You you did a photo shoot, John. You know what I'm saying? You took pictures like. Every time I was talking to you, you if you were somewhere out of town, like, like I think you did you go to like a winery in Chicago? Yep, I went to Chicago. I went to Chicago. I went to L.A. I went to Charlotte. I went went home. Well, no, actually, I didn't go home this year. Um, uh, they came to me, but um, I went to Panama, um, mm. and feel like there's one more <laughs> um but i definitely i have done some some traveling this year and that's just the beginning um so so our in 2023 i'm put you on the spot are we getting the i'm not 20 anymore podcast again i mean what's up oh and 2023 we are getting um an, a new podcast which i'll i'll, I'll, I'll announce the name because it's, it's happening soon um my blank space podcast um, um, you fill in the blank. Um, it's gonna more or less be like uh, a vlog self journey 
kind of podcast um, where I'm going to open up way more than I've ever opened up in my life. And um, it's going to, of course, I would like to have some guests, men on the show, females on the show, doctors on the show, experts of different areas on the show. But my blank podcast is really, that's that's the next, that's 2023. This and my blank podcast, because my blank could be whatever. It could be emotional. It could be whatever. So it's so. about to be like a, like a, like a black woman. I got a brand new Nissan commercial podcast. You know, how y'all be getting. Y'all what the heck is a black see? woman? I got a brand new. Like, what? You see, like you see them on like the Soul Train uh, video, Soul like uh, show commercials. Like it'd be like the black woman. She'd be like, yeah, girl. I'm about to get up out of here. I'm about to travel. And, and it'd be like the black dude. He'd be like, and you can get a 2024. <laughs> and she, she traveling and she grabbing coffee and she like, she living her best life and she in the car and she seeing Beyonce and, and then she pull up to a building and it's like, oh, she's going in because she's got a, 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 a great, um, interview or she's got yeah, a job interview it's always yeah. something right like she just got a promotion um um yeah but it's not all gonna be happy go lucky right everything's not gonna be good we're gonna talk about some real we're gonna talk about some real stuff um yeah. and it's it's um I'm, I'm excited because it's gonna expose myself um to the world which i feel like i guess my story needs to be told and why not do it through a podcast everybody I'm has not, a podcast right so um i'm not coming on that show oh yes you are don't, don't lie i'm not yourself. coming on that show you just said expose yourself big dog so if you're trying to expose yourself that means you're gonna be exposing your guests and i'm not about to come on that show in reason no... in reason we're gonna talk about whatever you want to talk about i'm not um, coming on your show and having no ricky lake Oprah Winfrey moment where I'm just shedding tears and now they looking at me like a little biatch. <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely going to be some healing, some growing, some, it's progress. Right. So anyway, right, that's coming. Um, my big, uh, what are you looking forward to in 2023? 2023. Um, I'm looking forward to continued success in these podcasts. Um, I've been a part of a great network of individuals, not only with yourself, um, but I'm also a part of uh, MTMV Sports Network. Uh, I'm a part of a podcast called The Full 94 um, with uh, two of the dopest people I know. I'm a part of a main event, which is an MMA um, podcast with the homie The Voice. Uh, we were actually nominated for an award last year. Like my first year podcast was them. You actually pushed me to do it. Um, I sure did. What else am I looking forward to? Um, business license has been uh purchased. Um, so I've been learning production, so you know, our media stuff is coming soon. We've been talking about that. Um, yo, I'm trying to, yo, I ain't gonna lie, I'm 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 trying to slim down, I'm trying to slim down like another 70 80 pounds. You know, what I'm saying, give me some Kango hats, it's one ab, and one ab. me and future wife John finna be kicking it like. Vibing, traveling, eating good, and getting nasty on balconies. Which I'm sorry, mama, if you watching, but I mean, he just—he has no filter, guys. I'm—I'm—I'm not going to hold you, yo. I I don't (laughs) have a filter at this point. At this point, I have no desire to have a filter. I I know. I I I know how I reach people, so I don't give a fuck. I know you don't. I know. But I I know this. I do. I do want to say I love the Lord. I'm not just oh a my God. Who says that and then says that? 
<sighs> Y'all just keep keep that one right there. Keep just oh, we don't. So can anyway, I can I just say can I just say this because my therapist, uh, me and my therapist talk about this all the time. My God sounds like either Richard Roundtree or Richard Pryor, depending on the situation. I'm not even gonna hold you, okay? I'm not, I'm not normal. I've never been normal. I know that. I'm, right. I'm, I'm a weird person. I say exactly what I feel. What you see is what you get. It's not just for the podcast. Like this is me. I don't give two shits. But I'm also a very loving individual. Um, so I'm just gonna put that out there because I know the Jones is watching. You know what I'm saying? I know your I know your peoples is watching. I'm on a crusade to continue to um I'm on a crusade to continue hitting on Ashley until uh she comes around because we about to make that love connection and we about to be like the best man. So you know what I'm saying? Somebody about to get this loving. So um well I will say one thing I'm looking forward to 2023, right? I don't have any real expectations. I don't live by that whole uh resolution. This is what I want to do. And you know, I, I'm definitely gonna say for all y'all that feel like you know, from January 1st to the 23rd, you're fasting. Keep that same energy. <laughs> Keep that same energy in February, March. And especially by the time you get to July, yeah. remember what happened in January. Because I, you know, I had just had this urge yesterday. I was like, everybody, like, I'm seeing all these posts. It's like, we're fasting from this. Did you fast before the year was out? Yo. Because we don't even know if you're gonna make it to the first. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you just you just criticized me for what I said, and you just I did just I hope but I didn't criticize one all day. I didn't criticize one all day I'm, today. I'm not even gonna tell them what, what you I'm said saying earlier is, today. All I'm saying is no, you're not. We're not doing that. So all I'm saying is keep the same energy, you know what I mean? Because we can we're so quick to start off, right? We know the gyms are gonna be packed in January and all that good stuff. Anyway, my point or my what I'm looking forward to for 2023 is um to just continue to allow God to move in my life and me not be in control of what that looks like. Um, I'm not, I'm not here for the planning. I'm not about to plan my life away and tell you what the next uh, six months is about to be like, because I already know it's going to be a journey. I hope I pray and and I hope that it's going to be some good news along that journey, but I know that, you know, trials happen as well. So I'm open. My thing is it's about being mentally prepared. For whatever comes and so i'm i'm at a space right now where i'm mentally i'm ready for whatever i'm ready. oh I but i do believe that my husband is going to somehow find me somewhere there you go three okay you i go. don't know yeah. i just feel and like a- hey I, I i done waited i you know i was like i wasn't ready or whatever i'm just putting it out there right now because i don't you know i'm not i don't need to really fast for that at this point i just know that god know i'm ready so wherever he is he's ready and we're, we're gonna figure that thing out um i'm gonna have to holler at him for somebody listen but, big dog she be having an attitude early in the morning because she be calling me cussing me out for no reason <laughs> that is why <a> <laughs> i'm like i'm like big dog she don't like Beyonce. So if you if you if you want her to have a soft girl season, it's not gonna be be, be with Beyonce. She want she wants some Tracy Chapman or something. Um, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> so Tracy I'm feeling on everything. Um. So yeah. So I but I'm looking forward to whatever comes away and and not whatever, right? <laughs> not whatever. All the good things that is in store for me. Um, and so, yeah, so on to the next season, but I know what I will say is 
closing doors is definitely in 2023. Closing doors, closing certain chapters is definitely in 2023 because I have a business that I need to run. And uh, I have multiple businesses that I need to run. And um, I'm looking forward to what that looks I like. I am going to make a prediction. I'm going to speak something to existence. Number one, I think I think this podcast is finally going to go where we want it to go because we're moving out of our way. Like the nerve wracking part of us going live now and sharing this with more people. I know. I never wanted to go live. Ever wanted we to go live. Recording it. We were just recording it because it was like, all right, yo, this is something we want to do. But it's like, yo, yo, it's time to make some money. You know what I'm saying? And so I can host the Tonight Show and uh, you can be my manager because apparently you don't want to be on TV. Um, Correct, Amundo. I'm also predicting I'm probably going to buy a house by the end of the year. Because wife we don't had this conversation. I, I just, I, we just had this conversation, and you said, "I'm fine with being in an apartment." Now we, got I am, ideas. I am. Well, because the thing, the thing about it is, I love being in an apartment, and and if I decide to continue to be in an apartment, cool. But I do also love the thought of home ownership, having a place where my family can come and chill and kick it. Um, I want to grow some kiwi and mango trees. There's a lot of stuff that I want to do. And I, eventually, you got to set some roots down. Like, I love where I'm at. And not you know only that, but you have to make sure that you're putting yourself in a position of that. We just talked about preparation, right? So let's say even if it's not at the end of this year or if it's at or whatever, you don't know what 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 I'm, could happen, you know. But the thing about it is, is putting yourself in that position, getting your mind. I really think a lot of the things that we don't do is mental because it's fear of moving forward. <laughs> Um, or like, oh, something I don't know, I got to hire somebody to do, or I got to, you know, need to make sure that my finances and I'm budgeting so that I can have something saved up for a down payment. Or maybe I don't have to have a down payment. I just need that credit to get to 700 or 750 or 800 if, you know, if I can get that. So I think right now the biggest thing is what can you do to prepare for whatever it is that you're looking forward to in the new year, right? I'm out um, here, yo. I'm out here. I'm learning a bunch of shit. Like, I picked up my Spanish back again. I'm learning Yoruba at the same time. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, yeah, and you know, hobbies. Hobbies are important. I order skates. I ordered skates, and I am going to skate myself around my house until I learn how to relearn, right? Because I, I was a skating baby. Um I'm gonna relearn. I'm not co-signing that. I wish you will. <laughs> co-sign that, and you hurt yourself. You gonna blame me? So I'm not. No, going. no, 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 no. I'm not going outside until I have elbow pads and knee pads because I, you know I'm in my 40s now. It's oh, real. So you can be outside looking like a goofy. I'm gonna be out. Listen, I don't care as long as the ambulance don't have to get called. It don't matter. I'm grown. Okay, I'm I, safety first. You know, just make sure you're there for the meetings when we get the sponsor when we get the sponsorship and everything happens because I don't I don't want to hear nothing about you can't come to the meeting because you got a dislocated elbow. Uh, pop that elbow back in place and get your ass to the meeting. Not the elbow, no. Uh, uh-uh, that's not. Uh-uh, I'm good. Anyway, all right, moving on. Um, let's get into the the meat and uh, the well, not the meat, but just the beginning of our show, our culture news. Um, yeah. It's a whole lot of buffoonery uh, that's happening. So um, I'll let you spearhead this buffoonery. Well, I mean, we everybody know Tory Lanez was found guilty on all charges in the in the Meta Stallion um, shooting, 
And on top of that, today there was a um, audio leak uh, that was released. And in the audio leak, you can hear Tori copping to something. Now, if you ask the now, whole peps in the cornballs, they're going to tell you Tori ain't copping that. And he, he was just saying he was sorry. But um, I'm going to let you take this because I know you got some things to say. First of all, okay, any calls from prison is they're recorded, right? Period. So, um, a lot of people are saying that this was leaked by Rock Nation. This phone call conversation between Tory Lanes and the other co. Uh, Tory, Tory, what, Tory what do we want to call him. her? The other girl that was involved in in this in this charge, she had talked to him right after the incident happened when Tory Lanez was in jail. He called her to find out how Megan the Stallion was doing. So, and then he wanted to. He kept asking what that was concerning me. He kept asking what hospital is she in, as if he was going to send somebody to the hospital or something. I mean, I, I was a little shaky about that because he kept he asked twice. Um, but she was saying she was outside the hospital. Megan was in the hospital. She wasn't doing good. And he took the blame and said, oh, I, it is my fault. Um, I'm so sorry this happened. And then he said, people are going to be mad at me, not Megan. But the reality is it was reversed. People were mad at Megan for accusing him. And then he said, I didn't mean to happen. I don't like men who blame everything that they do on alcohol. So he kept saying how drunk he was. You don't, sh if, at some point you shot somebody in their in their toe, um, even if you were that pissy drunk, you shot someone in their toe. At that, like there was no motive for that. Um, but not only that, um, he pretty much uh, confessed that he did shoot her he didn't say I shot her. He said, I'm sorry for what happened. And he kept apologizing and kept apologizing and mm -hmm. then said, but this is going to blow over. He almost thought that he was not going to get in trouble for shooting her, which was crazy to me. Like, oh, this is not going to be nothing. Like, it's just me shooting her. Like, come on, you could have you damaged something major where her career would be affected right now as well. Like, um, so no accountability. Her career, he, shit, her life. Her life, her life, right. I'm saying like, if you know, it was something that wasn't like her heart or something that like, yeah. you know, um, she could pass away from. But I just, it, 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 the the accountability piece, he totally missed. And then he kept calling her bro and yo. And it's like, how old are you? He's not young. He's not 20. How, um, Tory Lanez is what? In his 30s, right? Yeah. Mid 30s. Yeah. Um, his hairline looked like he in his 40s, but. Well, right, know. right. So anyway, um now the phone call leaks so i feel like at this point meg deserves a lot of apologies especially from those in the industry that tried to shame her and tried to say that she was lying which who lies about getting shot by someone uh well sorry there are people out here lying about getting shot <laughs> i was about to say i'll take that back i'll take that back people <laughs> are out here lying i don't know why but they are but she didn't lie and um i just feel like you know if he get 22 years or 20 years or 10, 15, however, he deserve every bit of it because 
he was dead wrong uh, for what he did. And and everybody that, that talked down about her and kind of severed ties with her because they thought she was lying, they too, um, you know, I feel like are like conspiracy, you know, a part, a part of it, a part of that circle that could, should, well, should come out is, publicly. What's weird is, is, and you only see this shit in black culture is we always put a conspiracy theory up against something when we don't want something to be true or we right. don't want it to be, or we don't want to validate it. And I did not like the fact that I was seeing like a lot of men like trash this woman. Right. Like regardless of what you feel, that's some that's some whole shit. Like, but goes back to all, my point: black women always have to defend themselves. But but the funny part about the sad part about it is it wasn't just black men; it was black women doing it too. I, I know, but the, like we have a culture, we have a culture where we're not allowed to we're not allowed to to have something happen to us and for us to be victimized without it being like oh what did, what did you do we're not allowed to be successful unless like there's an illuminati or we sacrifice somebody in order to in order to get us there like we're not allowed to do anything of substance we're out there without there being some kind of reason uh or detriment as to why it's being done like it's like the whole thing like it's like a long-running joke that's what i said earlier when somebody does something, when somebody black does something and they fuck up and they do wrong, we always like, oh, they was about to buy NBC. Like, <laughs> like yeah, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, people really yeah. be out here fucking up. Your favorite celebrities are not perfect. These people are humans just like we are. You know what I'm saying? They just had a chance. They they took advantage of their chance. They had a gift and, and they're reaping the rewards of their gift. But I think we owed Meg an apology after the events happened. And people started to immediately cap for Tori or cap for the fact by saying that, oh, Meg is lying. Meg is this and that and the other. And I don't care how many people she slept with, who she slept with. First of all, that has nothing that to do that with. That ain't none of our it, business. No, it's you, not. You a, whole, you a whole damn hoe if you out here <laughs> slut shaming this woman because of who she slept with, especially if your mom ain't perfect. Like. Yo, if, if your mom ain't perfect, big dog, I don't want to hear nothing you have to say. And not, but and not only in. that, it, that has that still has no no merit and two different things when it comes to how she was treated that night. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I, there's nothing she could have done to deserve him shooting her. Yeah, and that's and just I, the and bottom line. And I, I'm definitely praying for her, especially on this on this road of recovery, because I know it took a took a toll. I mean, even in her meteoric rise, like. She's dealt with so much from losing family members to, you know, I mean, you see, you see how her friends I mean, are. Her mom, her mom and her, she, she doesn't have a mother or father. They died young. Well, I mean, well, she, well, I mean, she, she got to question her friends now because I don't know how the girl Kelsey was her friend all this, all this time because it seemed like right. it was a lot of hating behind the scenes, but right. like, we wasn't there. But the girl but, went to high college with her, so who knows if they were really that close? But the the, the bottom line is, you know. Um, I hope that she can mentally recover because being in a public eye, going through this is one thing, but then being in a public eye and having to go through it is and another thing. Crashing you every day with no validation. Like I did, I just didn't understand that. And, yep. and it's weird. Like, and I was seeing some people like apologize on social media and some people were saying stuff, but then like, if you go in comment sections where like people were posting about it, you were still seeing people say, Oh, but he ain't do nothing. Oh, but the jury ain't fine. Like, Bro, what else yeah. do you need? I don't, to and I don't think that he's that good of a rapper that y'all feel like that y'all need to be like. 
I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I ain't never been nowhere and heard somebody be like, "Hey, yo, cut that motherfucking Tory Lanez on." I ain't never heard that, and maybe it's because I'm in a different age group and we just don't vibe that way. But I ain't never heard being like his generation. His generation probably do. They do. They be like, "Hey, fam, you heard that new fire ass Tory Lanez?" No, every song I heard from Tory Lanez was some kind of. I liked his first. I liked his first album, but um. But let me preface this to say I ain't trash. I'm not trashing big homie. But I, at the same token, I feel like folks be capping for these people with no merit. I'm not going to get into which I did when when uh, the R. Kelly stuff happened, and y'all was just like, "You well, already see, and he just had a baby." We're not even about to talk about R. Kelly on this show right now. We're not. But I did just watch that, and it just that disturbed me. By one of the girl. Any, we about to not even talk about nothing. We gonna move on because I'm about to get upset. I just want to put it out there. I felt bad one time, and I immediately, like early on, so it wasn't like I was capping for this man the whole time. But when the Bill Cosby stuff happened, I was like, Nah, nah, not Bill. I did too. I did too. I, I was did like, too. Nah, not Bill. Not and then, pops. and then they was like, Big Dog was out here shooting free throws and women's drinks. <laughs> I was like, Fam. And now he about to do a whole comedy special, which I don't know how to feel about that. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm always gonna watch the Cosby Show because I, I, in that case, but I do. do you separate. really? Do you really? Do you really think that Bill Cosby is that funny at this? What is he gonna make fun of himself? What I mean, like at this age, do you think? Oh, I gotta go see Bill Cosby well, at the comedy show. Like, well, depending on, depending on how you grew up and who you grew up with. You may or may not have heard Bill Cosby's comedy albums back in the right. day. Right, he did have comedy albums. Yo, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Bill was out here telling on himself in the '60s and the That's '70s. That's what I'm saying. So, and it wasn't, a, you know, that's where it got a little shifty. Here's the thing: because in the '70s, it was a lot of mixed stuff happening. Right, people was, um, um. It was Pollyan. They was having, or they would. It was a lot happening in the seventies that people were slipping each other Mickey's, and I, you know, like it was a lot. It doesn't make it right at all. But what I'm saying is, it was a lot happening, and I just feel like maybe that's what this is going to be about. Like, I'm you know, not. we're we're in a real sensitive time, but not just sensitive because I'm not negating nothing that happens to any woman that was taken advantage of. But I mean, in the sense of, we can be vocal now. We could come out and we can press charges from 50 years ago. Like we can do those things. And at the time I never said anything because it was nothing. And now I'm going to therapy and it came out in my therapy session because therapy wasn't that popular. Now it's super popular. So now we're breaking up those traumas. And then it's like, you know what? You need to report that. You know what? I need to report that because it happened. I'm not, I'm, again, this is not going to get no me too situation because sexual harassment is real and it happens to men and women. Um, I'm going to keep it back. I'm... <laughs> I'm, I have nothing really positive to say about the, the Bill Cosby situation. To me, it was more of a disappointment because Well, like, because he somebody, was everybody's he was America's well, I mean, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from North Philly. I've always wanted to entertain my entire life. This is somebody that you grew up idolizing because of his business acumen and the fact that Bill Cosby, whether you like it or not, he did break down doors. But right. I can't condone the shit he but did. The, right. And the other reality is don't idolize anybody 
because these people just as regular regular as you so it's like we're looking at bill cosby from the cosby show and we're like oh my gosh and then his kids come out like my dad wasn't nothing like he my dad wasn't like the show you know he was there but he wasn't who y'all want him to be so i said that to say sometimes you can't just you know um, but you but you realize you asking a culture that's built on likes and clicks to not idolize people that's that's where your difficulty comes in but that's where the times change comes in right now as well like we're in a click like share follow subscribe reality and everybody's based on their fans or quote unquote whatever but but the bottom line is these are all people that just happen to come up quicker <laughs> quicker than you they happen to be persistent with what they wanted and they got it however my, they got it my idol growing up was nino brown i know someone else that idol was nino brown never ever my idol i wouldn't think about that is not a person i'm just, to joking. Idolize. I'm just joking my idol is not nino brown someone but nino brown not idol but but nino brown had a whole business that. acumen that was to be admired so let's move on before my one of my aunts or oh, somebody geez, cursed please. me out yeah no not no let me keep it a buck my idol growing up was regis philbin still is still love him but you know i grew up different so i think i ever had any idols besides um i i think i've liked the growth of oprah and how she started and how she came up and her persistence um but I, I never had anybody that was like oh i want to be like that person i mean didn't oprah, I think didn't, that's good. didn't oprah have a great relationship with george w bush too your mother i don't know my mother because no, i hope she sees it <laughs> I'm, hope sorry, she mama. I'm sorry mama i'm sorry mama. i'm sorry mama. i hope she sees this uh move, move on because you 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 anyway all right moving on we are moving on to our main ingredients i take that back mama but i don't like your son at all um yo, I've, I've, never, on. I've never seen you get to that point yo i, I won that one I won you that did one. you did you kind of yeah. touched a little button and it, it bothered me um <laughs> moving on to the main ingredient something that really bothered me as well let's talk about it oh my god all right so the best man final chapters aired um in november on another uh, no, i'm sorry just a few what, weeks ago not november a week ago a week ago i'm sorry Yo, get it together see all right that's that george w bush <laughs> fool me um, once <laughs> fool me twice go on. Go on, so so the best man final chapters air on peacock and i want to talk about it because will had nerves to text me like oh my gosh it's so good so initial oh, wait, thoughts wait 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 don't be depicting my voice like that and i didn't do all that either you did text me it was like bro. oh this is so good see i just called you bro fam i didn't do all that that you're trying to depict yo you you od right now you all know right so let's talk about the initial thoughts okay okay I, all i said was you no nah, yo, you know what because 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 women do that all the time yo y'all be trying to depict the van's voice and y'all be like i hear it we i don't talk like that you know don't be trying to play me you like text I'm, me so you, technically you didn't because you like called that. me when i was in the middle of watching it about us doing the show something about the show and got upset when I was like, Oh, it's yeah, it's pretty good so far. You was like, George George W. Bush 2000. I don't I don't subscribe to that. Good. 
Anyway, all right. Well, my your initial thoughts. I'm gonna go with your initial thoughts. And you said your and let's go with your initial thoughts. So it started off really slow for me. The first two episodes. Oh, when I got something. <laughs> you gonna let me finish talking? You gonna keep interrupting me? Uh, the first two episodes were really slow. Um, but once you got past the first two episodes, that joint flew by and it was really good. And then you I get to see Nia Long on screen. Like, I ain't got nothing to complain about. Um, I love the story, I love that they wrapped it up. I love as a writer, I love the character development and the evolution that everybody had. Um I did, I, I agree. There was one or two characters that like pissed me off. Throughout the entire joint, and we'll get into that. Um, but my my favorite part about that was seeing the two most problematic people come together and literally be like the glue that kept each other together, like that they kept everyone together. Like I love that. Um, spoiler alerts: I, I was sad that uh, Harper and Jordan didn't make that thing happen. I'm so happy they didn't because it would have been so cliche if it they came cliche. together. It would have. He, no, Robin spent the entire the entire show going Ghana. <laughs> Ghana. I'm I'm not fulfilled. Yo, fam, we get it. Like no, but he he okay. Harper fam, leave disappeared leave. from the family and was working all the time. She was lonely. She was looking for attention, affection, and all that good stuff. And he was gone. Can we keep it a buck? And they, they tried never, counseling. They never, they never should have been married in the first place. Okay, we could say that. Like, let's, say, let's, I, let's say that. Let's be but, honest. Let's but, be honest. For the women who are, whether you're watching now or you're watching later, and I want you to comment on this if you have a chance. If you were the dude, and you were the dude like Harper, and you see the connection that he got with Jordan and how close they are. And you already know that this motherfucker got tendencies that are questionable because he done slept with his homeboy girlfriend in the beginning. You telling me you're going to accept this man and be like, yeah, let's get married. You ain't got more questions. Of course she probably has questions, well, but then, that's what she wanted. I'm, that's I, what she I'm, wanted. I'm not faulting her for wanting out, but I am faulting her for the fact of, yo, you, baby girl, you probably shouldn't have you, your, your movie probably should have ended with the first movie. No, you couldn't. Have kept, why, um, why are you going to get married to him? You you questioning this man every which way. You see how he acting every time he around Jordan. Let me say something. If Neil Long come around me like that, ain't no way, bro. I'd have gave him. But Neil Long also had her own hiccup hiccups. Or yeah, hiccups when it came to being in a relationship and being in a serious relationship. Was trying to fulfill, right? But you can see she was trying to fulfill something that she had with Harper with everybody else. It's that's problematic. true. That's true. But I it think they would have still been problematic because they were both like alpha people, you know. Um, I mean, but cheeks could have been finessed the whole time, and sometimes you know that's how you get through that toxicity. And wrong answer, totally wrong answer. Uh, toxic relationships are not healthy whatsoever. For all you, uh, you be in, you be in, you be in therapy even longer because probably was in a toxic relationship and they ended up having the best relationship in the move in, in, in the show. No, okay, so that's what I will say. Shelby and uh, what was um, his character name? Quentin. Quentin. 
Shelby and Quentin did end up having a good one. But at the beginning, that's what I don't like about the movie. I didn't, I feel like out of all the characters, she was the character that, um, that I feel like played her part the best. But they made her come out so desperate with oh God, being, dragged, God, being dragged, <laughs> being dragged, being dragged. But first no. of all, I mean, come on. She she wanted to be the stripper for him. She got she her man. A, she, no, listen. She got her man in the second episode, fam. The second episode. Like, shoot your shot, ladies. You know what I'm saying? She's 50. I feel like, but, you know, so I was talking to a, 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 another friend about this. And so I was like, I feel like it's not realistic, right? I, was, I feel wow. like it's just not realistic because I don't want to be 50 going to change. The daggone wedding was like in an exclusive remote location. She got to travel 30 hours from the States to get there just to play herself. And if he didn't come along with her, um, then what? But you don't waste all she, this money, she, she, all up, this time. But she went to go get her man. If the shoe was on the other foot, y'all be like, yeah, girl. Tell that man to go get his woman. Fight for her. If you the love her, is, if you love her, you gonna fight for her. And then when the shoe really was on the that? other, no, would a man yeah, really do that? Do it all the time. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. I'm not even gonna put it out there. I'm not gonna put myself out there completely. I made myself a plum fool for a woman, and I'm not gonna lie. I got the woman. I regretted it a couple months later, but I got. <laughs> See, I'm just saying, the there's always some the type of matter. backlash to that, and but the fact um, that matter is, me and her, but me and her didn't work out because we weren't successful. Me and her didn't work out because of she was here and I was here, and neither one of us were. We were in our careers, and neither one of us could could make that move. So it wasn't one of those situations where it was like, oh, it just didn't work out. Like that's just what it was. But people talk about all the time, like, yo, go for what you want. She knew that man, who that man was. We got to remember that the events of the Best Man Final Chapters literally takes place like a couple months after uh, Best Man Holiday. So it wasn't like there was a huge time jump. They had they had just been together. It kind of was. A, see, but that's the problem with the movie I don't like. There was a lot of time jumps. Um, there was some time jumps where you kind of had to skip and figure out. I felt like the pace of the movie could have, well, I say movies, the series could have been different. But then I also had another conversation today about this, that the director, um, the writer of Best Man, normally wrote best man one and two holiday um himself but this one because he's never wrote a series he's never written a series he has someone else as an additional writer and you can see that in the movie that there's a second um that the the writing is a little different like i feel like if there was more character development like even for the the issue with the the son where did that come from? That while they were on the holiday, did the son, you know, once the mother passed, did he start to hang out with different people? Like, where did it just randomly, now he wearing fish hills? You know, like, where where did it come from? So I feel like there was a lot of character development that could have happened. And then not only that, but the pace of the, the series was not like a series. It was written like a movie. It's called 
final chapters. Who cares? So it's a limited series, so it's I get, not going to no, be written. No, but it, it wasn't written like a you series. Want it to be, you want it to be written like a sitcom. It's not going to be written like a sitcom. It's not. It's not supposed to. But that's the thing. It is a series. It should have been we, written don't, like don't a we series. Criticize, don't we criticize Tyler Perry for not having enough writers, and you just criticize his man for? I don't. I, I don't. I don't criticize Tyler Perry for not having enough writers. I'm not, people, because. Because Tyler will say no to certain writers in a room. He won't and let Tyler everybody should, in Tyler here. should have more writers. I'm a fan of Tyler Perry, but there are certain things that Tyler Perry just don't need to be writing. Let's keep it a buck. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm a Tyler Perry fan. Tyler, if you want to cast me or something, I'm not putting on a Look, wig. Don't talk about I'll, I'll put on the dirty Shamar more braids, but that's as far as I'm going. <laughs> but there's certain things. There's certain things that writers can do, and there's certain things that writers can't. Like, you have to appreciate right. that this was written but how it's supposed to written how it's supposed to be. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't there. No, it wasn't. That. Nope, don't agree. And I I have I you know I have people that I have talked to that I'm not that's not I'm not the only one oh, who oh, says call them out, call them out. Says, we need to talk. Hey, who out. says y'all so, doing this? Y'all always doing this with black cinema. I don't, don't want to hear no, that. No, it's not. It's not to critique it. To the, I'm not saying the movie was the series was bad because I'm gonna watch it again. I'm actually gonna start from the first best man and have a whole little best man uh a New Year holiday so that I can make sure I appreciate it. But one thing is for sure. Um, a friend maybe of mine said today, you need to do that before you criticize it. No, I can criticize all I want. Don't tell me what I like. I already wait, told you wait, it whoa, was slow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why are you attacking me for your trash ass views? I ain't doing that. Listen, you're a hater. The bottom line is I'm not the only one that feels that this wasn't their best, best man. And it was, I need to watch it seven times in a row. Um, what did I like about the movie? Let's talk about that. Um, what I liked about it was thank you. Thank no, no, Maya. No, no. Let's just show that on the screen. Does she no. need to come on because we need to talk about this? Because I don't believe in that. Okay. No, <laughs> y'all need to watch it again. We all need to watch it together. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, I feel like there was a lot. I liked the fact of I love the characters. Like that's the reality, right? But I also feel like when you have a long period of time where the characters didn't play these characters, I mean the the actors didn't play these characters, and you go back to to do the film with these same characters 10 years or you know later it's difficult for them to all jump back in to that character and i feel like who played it the best was shelby she stayed true to that character they all say um no i still see terrence howard is still he is still in in um i, I felt <laughs> like i love him lucius Yep, I felt like I was watching Lucius. It was like, so what y'all gonna do? You know, and I was like, oh, this is, oh, he about to, where is, people was like, where's Taraji? Is she about to come around the corner? He about to smack her upside down? Ain't nobody, head? ain't but, nobody say that. Ain't nobody say that but you and Maya. That, you and Maya no, the only people that said that. And my mama. She not going here. I don't believe here. it. I gotta, I, I, don't, I don't believe it. I gotta talk to mama so I can confirm that. They all I played my the mama. She, my mother stopped watching it because she said it was too slow for her. She, it was not enough action. It was not like the rest of the other uh, uh, best men. Let and me let me ask you a question with all due respect. Does your mama watch Murder She Wrote? I don't know, but she watched BMF. Your mom watched BMF. Yes. Oh, your, oh, your mom's a thug. No, my mom's not a thug. She likes she likes things with she like power. She like all of that. Yeah. 
She's see, into all of those. See, y'all got to y'all got to release yourself from the shackles of black people having to kill each other. Why these folks can't love on each other? Who said nobody loved the love? Everybody loves to love. But my thing is, I just don't like how they these people were older. Um, I feel like I wanted to see. I just wanted to see more. I wanted to see more from the characters. Like they didn't have to do Regina like that. It was like, a limited series. I have to do Regina like that. How did they do Regina? No, no, I didn't like. I didn't like how her character was just like a silly goose. And then you got this old nasty black man that's trying to touch her on her titty, and it was just not good. Did it you was not just see her previous movies and what happened to her. In the I love. Movies? I love Regina. No, she's one it of was, my favorite it, it actresses. Was supposed to be a triggering. I got the ill crush on Regina, which I got the ill crush on everybody. Apparently, it was Clearly. supposed to. You are a hater, bro. <laughs> it was supposed to be a triggering moment that you could realize the character. I just think they so tried hurtful. to. Here's my problem. Here's my biggest problem. I think they tried to address every single issue that we've all been dealing with. It's called the, the final season. chapter, Shakira. Uh, we, are we going to disagree? We just not going to agree, disagree. I'm we just going to disagree. We're going to disagree on that. We're going to disagree on the fact that you just be hating on Beyonce. Um, we gonna disagree. Who else should be hating on? You be hating on everybody, but whatever. When and it comes to George W. Bush in the 2000 election, you don't hate on that. So I don't. Whatever. Uh, it, the, the best man final chapters was an incredible show. Um, I do want to say, uh, my favorite character out of all of them was Lance. Um, I love the fact that we got to see Lance grow. I understood. I, I get what you're saying about the son thing because everybody wants to criticize. But when you understand, like, I have a friend who is like a strong man of faith and he's a man's man, this and that and the other. And I saw a lot of Lance in him and seeing that growth. I thought that was great because I think that's something in the black community we don't talk about we but don't he's, but he he has shown that in in previous and in, in holiday as well when he would get really upset then he'd go to the bible especially when she was no, dying but this, like this wasn't but he didn't show any growth there he was the same person he was in the first two movies when he was and crying. what makes him show growth now because he literally had to change he didn't change. He didn't change from the best man to the best man holiday. When he was at the altar and he was crying because he was pitching her, getting her cheeks clapped by Harper. He didn't change when she was dying. Yeah, he was sad, but he didn't change. He was still the an angry person. He was still gripping people up. You know what I'm saying? He was starting to show more forgiveness. But when he had to go through this and when he almost lost his son and when all that stuff happened and he was out here sleeping with the Jones a little. Little bad, little fine Jamaican John. He couldn't have her. He stayed close to her, and they ended up falling in love. Well, she was bad. I thought that was dope. Shout out to her skin regimen. But he didn't change until the final chapters. The first two movies, he was the same. He was setting his ways. He was going to tell you that he loved the Lord. He loved the Lord, and then he was going to beat your ass as soon as you step out of line and you told him his macaroni and cheese wasn't cheesy enough. That's what Lance was the first Okay. I disagree, but all right, we're moving on. Um, we are moving on. Um, go watch. I, I don't went in, and I just whatever. 
You a hater. So your last question was, what other 90s black cinema do you want to see have final chapters? None of them. Keep the movies the movies, okay? I don't want to see another series because y'all can't do series. I don't want to see, leave 90s black cinema black. Leave it how it is. Don't change it. I don't have another one that I, I want to see you make into the series that I could be upset about. Let's just leave the movies how it is. There was, you can't do another Boys in the Hood. You can't do another Men's Society. Um, you can't do, you just, no. Anyway. <clears throat> I want to see them, uh, I want to see them do the final chapters of Lean on Me and let Joe Clark come back to the <laughs> If they did, uh, if they put on social media expeditiously, I want to be. <laughs> no, if they did, if they did a lean on me, um, the kids would actually be taken over. Like I think it would probably be like a bombard of like this is our school. It won't be no Mr. Clark. It'll be like no. Mr. Clark is going. You this is Mr. our Clark. school. <laughs> Mr. Clark got to come back to the school. His first day there, he gonna grip up one of the kids. They gonna call the police, and then Miss Clark gonna be put on. Uh, extended leave while he go on trial for what he did to the kids oh and then God. at the end of the movie uh uh shorty um shorty from the movie she was like no this is mr clark and miss clark didn't do nothing and that's my daughter and release him and then they're gonna go outside and go lean on lean on me what you need to call and then uh little fat boy he gonna come, he gonna come out there and they're gonna sing the east side high song and then the movie's gonna go it. off. And then I, the would, I, would, I would, I would, I would. The movie's gonna know. end, and they're gonna be like, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Clark died in 2021 after he gripped up another kid, and then they renamed the school after him. But we already know how Jersey is because Jersey be on some dirty shit. First sometimes. of all, don't talk about my state. Don't talk about my state. I don't care. Listen, listen, Philly, I don't care. Philadelphia. Philadelphia is no better, okay? Anyway, but y'all be stealing our style though. So what do you mean? I told y'all, y'all country. We all y'all do is how, how are we big dog? How are we country? Y'all still our whole philo. Y'all still our whole philo. That's all y'all do. That's a lot. My brother, Maybe. my best friend is from Jersey. He's from Camden. That Camden does not know. Let's let's list for all the folks out here who don't know the difference, right? When I say Jersey, it is does not include central New Jersey. Or South Jersey. So basically, New Jersey basically is broken is, up into parts. Basically, like basically, what you said is is that you're from the part of Jersey that's considered the dumpster of New York. Got it. Let's move on. And wrong let's, answer. Let's move on. Wrong answer. First of all, uh, but y'all country. Central, so and South, just, Central and South Jersey is about that action. I know that. I know that for sure. Okay. Let's let's move on to the season and spice. This is people you don't ain't really got know nothing for me. Um, anyway, all right, moving on. We are moving on to season spices. But if y'all have any 90s cinema that you would want to see remade, what would that be? I'm I curious. Wanna, I wanna we, see, I'm uh, put that on our social because I, I don't I, I don't think the, I have one that I would want to see. I want to see The Last Dragon get remade, except no, nah, we, we had tons of Last Dragons, like a lot, like a whole lot. I just so. want to see. I just want to see it remade and remastered. Cause, I, I mean, whatever. Okay. Vanity, Vanity was a joke, but she wasn't no Apollonia. Move no, on. she wasn't Apollonia. That's true. Oh, speaking of which, 
I, um, what you call it, is coming here, and I am so excited. Um, Sheila E., she's coming to Nashville, and I am trying to see her live. She got a lot of flack over that over her words about Prince or whatever. And I, I remember they were saying some negative stuff about, but I love Shilly. She yeah, was fine. She, she was fine. She's, still, she's gorgeous. She's still gorgeous. She's like 60. It's crazy. Blair, um, Underwood, Blair Underwood got the kiss on every bad joint in the 80s, and I hate him for it. Where and is I'm, Blair Underwood? I haven't seen him play anything new. He or is he on TV? He does he sitcoms. Was just, he was just doing some kind, some kind of blood pressure commercial or some some stuff like that. <laughs> See, it's sad because now when actors get old, all the all the stuff that the, the only acting that they get be um um wait oh <laughs> thank you um the only acting they get um is like those Cialis commercials and the blood pressure and the you know is everything working right in the bedroom what pill you need to take they don't really get no roles no more or or they no, or they don't. or they work for the old the car insurance like well, well no he still get roles because he just did um he just did the uh the I American feel like crime. I him in something. Okay. Yeah, he did the American crime joint because he played Vernon Jordan in that. He got another movie coming out. He did um he did that show Really Love. Um was it I think it was a show or a movie, I can't remember. But he was in Really Love. So he's done some stuff. It's just that as we gotten older, Blair Underwood plays the ain't shit ass dude. In every film, like I know, so sad. And you just got typecasted for that role. <laughs> uh, all right, on to season and spices. Speaking of great actors, yeah. Um, Denzel Washington turned sixty-eight. I can't even believe that. Um, what is your greatest film or role in for Denzel um, that you would? You know, be like that. Like, is that so hard? That's a hard question. The greatest role for Denzel? Yeah, that like um, your favorite, your favorite. I'm impartial, yo, because I like Denzel in so many movies. Like, I loved, I, I love Denzel's character in Man on Fire. I loved him in Training I Day. I loved him in Training Day as much as like people hated it and felt like he shouldn't have been what he was. I love Denzel and remember the Titans. Like, there's not a movie where I don't dislike Denzel, but of course, the GOAT movie for me is always going to be Malcolm X. Um, Malcolm X was literally a a movie that had so much cultural impact on us that it still has until this day. Like, it's one of those movies where, like, you can't go back. Um, oh, your dead presidents, yeah, they could. Um, that, that, now, that might be a good one. You can't go back. And be like, let's remake Malcolm X because he played that role so incredibly. There's nobody else that can take the place no, of that role. Nobody could do could do Malcolm X. Um, I think Malcolm X would probably be one of my favorites, and then Training Day. Um, uh, Malcolm X, I think I watched like so many times, but I've watched a lot of 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 um of Denzel's movies so many times. But that and Training Day, and I'll say Training Day because when I went to Howard, we had just started getting audio like pro tools and all that yeah. and i i was in i was in the school of communications and we got to we had to choose a film that we wanted to redo so um we got to shoot a clip of training day and have like people play the actors or whatever and um that was my first time actually you know holding a boom walking outside where he was mm -hmm. 
walking between the gate or whatever, and he found the guy in the alleyway. That like little scene. I don't know. I don't watch it so many times. It's I'm gonna keep it a buck though. Um, There's one movie that I hated him in, and I'm gonna get flagged for this. I know they' about to be in the comments. What movie? Don't say Equalizer. The Preacher's Wife. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I liked him in The Preacher's Y'all Wife. Yeah, love The Preacher's Wife. Ain't shit. Y'all ain't worth a damn. Wow. Y'all basically was in this movie cheering for this woman to cheat on her pastor husband with the fucking angel that was supposed to help them fix their marriage. No, Dudley wasn't no. worth a I damn. I say that that was, was my role. Let me tell you something. Dudley was the damn devil. Okay? <laughs> I don't care what you say. I don't care how you make it. Shout out to Bless Penny Marshall. I love her, Penny Marshall. But that was a fucked up ass movie. I said, and I watched Preacher's Wife. And I was just like, I was like, oh man, this is heartfelt. And then I was watching someone, I was like, wait, why is she falling for the angel? Why is he yeah. allowing her to fall for him? Yeah, you got magic, big dog. You were supposed to fix the marriage between <laughs> uh <laughs> you were supposed to fix the marriage between Julia and and and, and Reverend so, Henry. So can we say preacher's wife was like was preacher's wife like um he the was black out here version of ghost? He was out here loving on her. And he was trying to get to the yams, and I don't appreciate it. So there thank you have it. Thank you for that that wonderful spill on how much you hate the preacher's wife. You really didn't have to go there. And the preacher's wife was super old. He's done so much. So I mean, Whatever. get the check, Denzel. But I'm waiting for a new Denzel movie. Um, I think there's one coming out. I don't know. I think I've seen a preview, but I'm waiting for a new Denzel movie because. He's one of those actors that's just like he gets better as the years go on and he, he ages so gracefully. Well, we all do, right? We're black. Um, but anyway, so. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, New York Times calls Kendrick Lamar greatest album, the rapper, the greatest rapper of the generation. Um, say he's the greatest rapper of this generation but i don't know because i'm not in that generation to say that but um, you are you technically are but i'm not i'm not because kendrick lamar is i mean i kind of am i'm in that that middle in between but kendrick lamar is dope um the greatest rapper of the generation i don't know who would you I'm say, not gonna say no who, who who's the greatest know, rapper of the generation really sucks Rap really sucks right now. So, so you don't have it. You're not a fan of anybody in particular where you can be like, they're the greatest no. rapper of this generation. For me, no. for me, I, no. I think, I think Kendrick is a great pick. Um, Kendrick has made some music that's completely timeless. He spoke to the culture. Um, his black that Black Panther soundtrack was also um, amazing. Um, right. But for right. me, no, he's not. For me, if I'm wait, you have to ask what do you consider this generation? Because for me, the greatest rapper of all time is always gonna be Hove. Um, but if if I'm if I have a rapper right now that I'm looking at that's like current, that's like within our age range, for me, I relate more to J. Cole. I would say J. Cole over Pendrick. I like J. Cole, um, but I mean he just he always looks homeless. I don't know what that's about. I feel like every time they show him. He looks homeless. Like every time I see him, he looks homeless. 
Anyway. Remember that conversation? Remember, remember that conversation we had where we said, "Yo, maybe you shouldn't always say the things that you want to say." <laughs> no, no, but serious, I really do. Anyway, no. um, so I, I would say J Cole, um, but uh, J Cole look, have look, Elaine album. is with me. Elaine is with me, so I, I know I'm right. I got somebody that's with me in the in the comments. Mm, no, nice. not Jay Z. Nah, uh, uh-uh. I'm not. I'm right. not. Not nope. Not nope. Jay Z. Nope, not Jay Z either. Hope, hope We've is, had this conversation. Hope is the greatest of all time, and you, there's nobody of all time. I just is the greatest. That's such tell a me, huge title. Tell me, tell me a say. tell me a rapper or a lyricist who is better than Hove overall. And, and we're talking, we're talking everything. I and if you say if you say Tupac, we will never shoot another episode again. Tupac is one. I don't care about what you say right now. Just know that. Um, first of all, Tupac will always be one of my greatest. I don't care what you say. I don't care because he was ahead of his time way before. Think about it. If he lived, if he was still living right now, he would have superseded Jay-Z. No, he wouldn't. Have. If Biggie was still living right now, he would have superseded Jay-Z. No, he yes, wouldn't. He would have. Yes, yes, they would have. Yes, they would have. Hoven Big would be on the same plane, but Tupac, no. Y'all, y'all put so much emphasis on Tupac and I love Tupac but Tupac was not a lyricist Tupac yes he made, was he no, was no, a- no he wasn't Tupac made great songs but I'm not about to be like oh Tupac, Tupac is the top five greatest lyricist ever because yes, he, he, was, he was not no he wasn't yes, he is. Tupac that was is- a poet. let me tell you something let me tell you something Tupac Tupac would get eight up on the track if he was if he was on the track with Black Thought Tupac would have got eight up on the track if he was on the track with Nas Tupac would have got eight up on the track if he was on the track with Big or I'm not about to. I'm not about to. I don't agree. I don't agree. Y'all the same. Y'all the same people. Y'all like the radio stations that play uh Dear Mama on the radio all the time. Like those are only two box songs that he got. (laughs) No, I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree. We. I'm not gonna agree to this whole show. I don't agree with you at all. Do you know what? Do you know what? That needs to be a major discussion for one of our next shows because we we had this conversation. I'm telling you, no way. There's no way. There's no for way me, for you to say Tupac can't be in my top five is stupid because he, I, I'm he not saying, is. I'm he not saying is. he can't be in your top he five is. rappers, but lyrically, lyrically, Tupac was not a lyricist. Okay, I I'll, I'll give you that, but he was profound, and he was a poet, and he was a writer, and I I, I think that he was. Gil Scott Heron. Gil Scott Heron was profound also, but y'all ain't calling him a top five rapper of all time. No. Exactly. So it's not no. the same thing. But no, I still, I don't care. He's in my top five. Nas is lyricist. No, rappers. Rappers. Oh, okay. So- Nas is a lyricist, though. Nas is a lyricist, though. Nas is a lyricist. Thank oh, you. Buster, like Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes is nice. Buster, yo, Buster Rhymes is so timeless. It's crazy. No. Do you hear him now? Did you yeah, hear his yeah. new music? Yeah, he's he's incredible. It's fire. Um, yeah, I think I think Buster will win in a versus against everybody easily, except for maybe three people. I think I, three, I think, I, three I think that's why get. nobody wants to do Buster in the versus. And where is versus, by the way? Does that is that still happening? I or? think versus will be coming back, but remember we covered that before they had the issue with Triller. Right. They're waiting for a new platform. They probably yeah. gonna have their platform. I mean they, they need to take that. they need to take versus back to being old school the way it was during the pandemic because that's what people loved about it. 
we commercialize stuff so much. I know that we water it down and then it ruins it. And I, I hate that. I know. You're right. You're right. I hope like my, my favorite verse is, is still that Erica Badu and Jill Scott Jones because they was like loving on each other. Like it was a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Right. No. As long as it's not mumble rap, right? No. I mean, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. I, I wasn't a Migos fan early on either, but them dudes can actually rap. I always liked how they play off of each other. Like the three of yeah. them when they had their all three. Um, it's so sad. I heard a horrible song by Gucci Mane today that was dedicated to <laughs> dedicated to take off, but it was really don't, bad. Don't it was laugh. just a really bad. No, it wasn't about. I mean, of we course, gotta, I'm happy it was about takeoff, but the song was horrible. I, anyway, I know what you're talking about. it was horrible. Um, it was horrible. Anyway, um, so as we uh, come to a small, well, not our go to on our next. Um, lost my train of thought. Go to our next section. We want to say R.I.P. to the known Brazilian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with a donkey booty. Um, no. The great Brazilian soccer player um. Pele. Uh, Pele is literally regarded as the greatest uh, FIFA player of all time. Um, he was named literally the athlete of the century uh, by the uh, IOC. He was included in the time list for the 100 most important people um, in the 20th century. He was world player of the year, world player of the century. Um, it go list goes on and on. He also has a number of Guinness Book of World Records um, that include like goals, games, um, and things such as that nature. Um, Pele was definitely a legend. Um, mm -hmm. Everything, everything about him, he was a, he was a great man. He did a lot of work, also um, that you find out afterwards. Um, you know, he left an incredible legacy. He he made fans of he made people soccer fans who never would have been picked up a soccer fans, ball right. at, at right. any different time. So, um, definitely uh, recipe to Pele, uh, a legend. I believe he was eighty one, um, eighty. He was eighty uh, or eighty two, and he passed away from um colon cancer, um, recently. I don't know if that was yesterday or not, but um. Yeah, so RIP to him. Uh, unfortunately, we got RIPs. I don't. I hate that we end the show with RIPs, but it seems like every show we're RIP and someone. Um, Joseph Mercer Marley, the son of Stephen Marley, Bob Marley's uh, grandson, was found. You said New Jersey earlier, but it's, he was actually in Miami. Um, oh, Miami. And, and Miami Day. Um, yeah, he uh, passed away. Um, it said unknown, but he was only thirty-one years old. Um, so, uh, rest in peace. I'm not sure exactly all the details, but the most updated, um, article that I read was right now, it, it hasn't been released as to how he passed away. Um, so, uh, sending RIPs to the Marley family. And lastly, a iconic fashion designer of the UK, Vivian Westwood. Um, she also was about 81 years old, recently passed away. Um, I don't know the cause of her death, um, but if you guys know anything about fashion, uh, Vivian Westwood was a just an icon. She was the she was the punk 
like a punky Brewster kind of style, um, which I love, of course. Very colorful, very flashy, kind of similar to Betsy Johnson in the U.S. with Vivian Westwood was the U.K. version of that. Um, so we send our love and our thoughts and our prayers to the families of them. Um, and now to wrap up our show is our um, top it off or what you're listening to. What are you watching? Will, what are you listening to and what are you watching? Um, I've been listening to, I've been listening to a lot of, of old, um, the Roots albums. Um, I kind of went back in the crate. Hmm. You know I haven't listened to the Roots albums in a while. Yeah. It's been helping me with my writing. Um, so I've been listening to the Roots heavy, uh, still listening to Kevin Ross. Um, if you have not listened to Kevin Ross yet, you are, missing out that is an incredible artist i've been in my stevie wonder bag lately i don't think we realize how many hits stevie wonder actually wrote no stevie like, is one of my all-time favorite artists ever ever yeah. and, and you know what i'm not gonna lie scissors album wasn't bad um, i like scissors album um, i've listened to it twice um it is has it's you know has its moments but i liked it overall really good um are you listening to that or yeah 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 i'm I, i've been i've been vibing to it it's, it's been a really dope album like i'm not just a person i'm just like oh man i can't wait to listen to scissor but um she has really right. great progression she's a she, she's, she's a dope she's, she's a dope she's songwriter yeah she's a she's a dope um songwriter um and i, I i've enjoyed her album and Somebody who whose catalog I feel like is really underrated that I love is Tyler the Creator. It's different. Oh, I agree. I agree. Tyler is, is a vibe, and, and a lot of his joints have like um, R and B inspiration in his production. So I agree. I so I realized so you know Apple. I, I do more Apple than I do Spotify, but um, that's okay. You know whatever. So Apple gives you the end of the year. Um, it's good for some songs. You have to be a weekend to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I believe that. Um, <laughs> um, um, I I realized so so Apple Music does this twenty two like replay of what you listen to, and I realized that I have to open my music palette back up because right. I feel like I when I looked, I was so stuck on what I like to listen to and have been listening to that is the same artist and the same. So now even like recently i'm like okay let me find some new music like those underground artists the people you know um uh, now they got a, a like they got a christian r&b category now which actually i've been listening to like five new people um uh last night and i really like them um stevie rizzo jordan armstrong um bryson tiller well that's not that's not Christian, but um, that's that's on my playlist right now. Um, and yeah, I, I'm kind of opening. I think I'm going back into some R&B, and I feel like R&B is coming back a little bit. So, yo, um, Hank's album. You like? I didn't listen to it. Didn't listen uh, to it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, if you listen to Tank album, and you oh God, where is this <laughs> You got you got to stay by yourself because that joint slow. Is a bop, but it's nasty. Hey, you ever have them? You ever had them nasty songs where it'd be like the song is so good and it's so nasty that you can't do 
<laughs> but cheese, you you had a big red from Five Heartbeats cheese while you listening to this song. It's one of those. Like, well, I believe it because I've seen, I've I watch his feed and stuff like that, and sometimes hear his podcast as well. So I already know. Yeah, Tank is always though his 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 all his albums are nasty. This yeah, one they, might just be another level. Yeah, their R and B podcast is pretty good too. So yes, um, and then watching right now. I just started watching Reasonable Doubt on Hulu. Oh, is it good? So far, so far, so good. That's that's so the that's the John that's the John with the black John. She's like a, a lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that and this other um detective thing that I can't think of right now. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> I like detective you stuff. Put that comment up <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't listen. To <laughs> it's like listening to a porn soundtrack. <laughs> Oh God, not a porn yeah. soundtrack. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. But y'all be listening to Babyface and Babyface was nasty. Babyface was nasty. Oh, I did play Babyface and on Tony Braxton um album. I forgot how much I really loved that joint album until until I played it. Anyway, well, this has been another great episode of Culture Gumbo podcast with uh this one right here that annoyed me the whole show because he want to uh, disagree with everything I say, but that's okay. We are ending the year strong. Um, we're going into 2023 on the right um, mindset. So we're going to keep going live um, and, and get some sponsorships and all that stuff. Thank, Thank you. you. So oh, and you definitely so shout out to dreamers and winners podcast, please. If y'all are not watching that, check check Dream, Dreamers and Winners podcast. It's about business. It's about faith. It's about um, uh, pretty much all that good stuff. Dreamers oh, and awesome. winners. That's what it is, right? <laughs> Dreams that's and winners. Awesome. That's what we all want to be. Um, uh, ultimately, that's what we all want to be, right? Um, Will, any closing thoughts? Um, Going into 2023, I just, I just want to say that um, I'm so happy to be off and not work starting in the first two days of the year. So I think my year is going to start off right because it's not going to start off working. Right. No, that's dope. So um, anyway. I just want to say thank you for everybody who um, watches the podcast, critiques it, says anything, tells me I'm cussing too much. Um, when, my auntie, <laughs> when, my, when my aunties check me after the show and they're like, you can't be saying that, baby. Um, I appreciate y'all. Uh, we literally started this just because um, you know, we went to college together and, um, you know, we always had this dope connection. We always have these dope conversations and I've always wanted to be Regis and Shakira always wanted to produce and do these kind of things. So we just kind of came together and we just do, did something we love. Um, 2022, 2021 is when we started. Um, and at that point in time, I was battling depression. Um, depression is definitely something that you don't, uh, just switch off. So of course it's always there. Um, but this podcast literally helped me. Um, it allowed me to be who I was. Um, if you know me, you know, I'm, I've always been different. Um, my thoughts are my thoughts and I don't apologize for them. So to be able to have a platform to hopefully grow it into something amazing, um, to leave behind a great legacy. I appreciate you all for watching. I appreciate you care for being part of it. Um, praying in 2023, is amazing for both of us. It's amazing for everyone watching it who and, and supports those who don't support. Um, we just want to do something dope and do something that's out of the norm. Uh, 
I struggle with anxiety. And even though I'm sitting up here discussing this now, I'm, you know, <laughs> this is me dealing with my anxiety is sharing myself. So I uh, just want to say thank you. Um, and as always, keep the main thing the main thing. Uh, the Facebook page is up, but they tried to delete us. So <laughs> that'll be up soon. Um, definitely make sure you follow us on uh, the Culture Gumbo Pod on, yes. on Instagram. Um, but again, thank you. Thank you. Peace. Until next time, we'll see you in 2023. Peace. Good show.